And now, WBW Theater. Welcome to WBW Theater. Listen to a series of radio dramas, comedies, mysteries, thrillers, westerns, all dedicated to preserving the golden age of radio. Those thrilling days of yesteryear, way back when families gathered together around the living room radio to join the theater of the mind. Listen now as we take you way back when imagination ruled and creativity had no limits. Listen now to WBW Theater. And now, backstage wife. The story of Mary Noble and what it means to be the wife of a famous star. It is mid-morning in Rosehaven, Long Island, and we find Mary coming into her living room from the garden in back. And as she deposits her gloves and garden shears in her garden basket, she notices a familiar figure standing close by. What Marlowe, you scared me for a second. I didn't know you were up yet. I'm not only up, but I'm on my way to New York. So soon, Maud. Seems to me we hardly ever see you these days. Well, you're hardly ever home yourself, Mary. Oh, that's not true. Well, both you and I were out yesterday afternoon when I phoned from New York to say I wouldn't be home till late. Oh, yes, that's true. That was my little idea. And was it a washout? What do you mean, Mary? I persuaded Larry to drive over to Rupert Barla's place in Oyster Bay. He didn't like the idea, but... I thought we ought to try to find out just where we stand with Rupert. About the loan, you mean? Yes. Only don't let Larry know I said anything to you about it, Maud. He'd have a fit. Oh, you know I won't, child. <laughs> yes, of course, I know. You're the most wonderful friend this family ever had, Maud. I don't know what we'd do without you. Well, you'd better start getting used to the idea. Maud, what do you mean? Oh, don't look so stricken, dear. It's good news. In fact, it's... Oh, it's so good that I don't quite dare believe it. Your new play, Maud? Yes. At least I, I think I'm going to get the part. My agent told me he'd heard that they were going to give it to me. Oh, Maud, I do hope it works out. Oh, so do I, Mary. This is the first play I've read in years that I'm absolutely crazy to do. There aren't so very many showy parts written for character actresses of my vintage. But this is an exception. If I land this part, You'll see the name Maud Marlowe right up in life over the theater. Oh, I'm so thrilled for you. Oh, well, no, it isn't certain yet. So keep your fingers crossed and knock wood till your knuckles are sore. <laughs> oh, I ought to know within the next few days. Oh, I wish you luck, Maud. Even though I suppose it means you'll want to live in New York while you're rehearsing. I'm afraid so, Mary. Uh, I'm not as young as I used to be. And the strain of the trip back and forth to Rosehaven... Well, it's, it's a little more than I can face. But we'll miss you terribly. Oh, it won't be that far away, you goose. It's only a few miles. And we'll see each other frequently, or I'll know the reason why. Oh, I couldn't bear it if we didn't. And I know Larry will be heartbroken when you leave us. Oh, well, I hope that after I've settled down in the park during the hot summer, say, that you'll allow me to return to my own room here. Maud Marlowe, you know you'll always be welcome. The most welcome person in the world. <laughs> It's going to be awkward if you do leave. I mean, unless Larry gets over this sudden burst of chivalry. What in the world are you talking about, Mary? Didn't you know? We have a house guest. You have? Well, I had no idea. Everything was so very quiet when I came home last night. I was hoping you decided to sit up so I could tell you my news, but you were evidently sound asleep. Well, it had been rather a strenuous day, and I didn't relish the idea of a late evening with our new guest. Evidently, she didn't either, because she retired even before I did. I don't understand. Who is this guest? Doesn't she have a name? It's Claudia Vincent. You... 
You mean the woman who forced herself into Rupert Barlow's house over in Oyster Bay while he was in Bermuda? Yes. She's here? Yes, she's here in Tom Bryson's room under the eaves. Larry was off for going up there himself and letting Claudia have his twin bed in our room. But I vetoed that idea at once. Well, I should think so. Well, what in the world did you invite her here for? From what I've seen of her, she's entirely too volatile for safety. As I found out. Well, I guess you'd better tell me about it, Mary. Have you time? Yes, the taxi isn't here yet. Okay. I told you, Maud, I persuaded Larry to drive over to see Rupert. I was furious about the way Rupert was handling our securities. The high-handed way he told Larry he couldn't possibly turn over the house deed or the insurance policy until this mysterious business deal was settled. I see. And so you wanted to talk to him yourself? Not quite. I was worried about the story Claudia Vincent told me, about how Rupert had deliberately cheated her mother out of every penny of her fortune and even caused the lady's death. I thought by going over there, seeing them together, we might learn something of the truth. Well, and did you? I don't know what to believe now. It's all so muddled. But it was a horrible afternoon, one that I won't ever forget. Well, in what way, Mary? Rupert and Claudia were out in the pantry, presumably getting drinks. They were gone so long that I decided to go and find them. And a lucky thing I did. Why? They were having a terrible fight. Rupert vowed he'd put her out of his house, and she vowed she'd kill him. Oh, no, Mary, not really. He came toward her in a temper, and she pulled out a gun from her pocket and fired two shots. Mary, was he hurt? Rupert wasn't hurt because I grabbed Claudia's necklace just in time. I was standing just a couple of feet away. The necklace broke, of course, but it was just enough to deflect her aim. Well, I must say that's a fine situation. I know. Rupert said he'd call in the police, but Larry appeared all of a sudden and persuaded him not to do anything that would bring another avalanche of bad publicity to us all. I must say, I think he had a point there. Yes, so do I, Mort. But I don't think he had to go so far as to bring Claudia Vincent here. Oh, so it was Larry's idea. Yes, I tried to stop him. He'd made up his mind and nobody could budge him. So the three of us left Rupert's house. And Rupert? He was furious. I can't say I'd blame him. And so you were left with the lovely little powder keg for the whole evening. That must have been nice. Oh, it was awful. Of course, I didn't want to show my feelings to Claudia since Larry had invited her here. The more I think about it, the more I feel that Larry is wrong about her. I suppose he's full of protective ideas. Yes. I'm inclined to think that Claudia is dramatizing this story to her own advantage. Good morning. Oh. Hello, Maura. Hello, Hello darling. What are you all gone up for? Oh, I, I'm on my way to New York, Larry, as soon as the taxi gets here. Oh, getting an early start. Yep. I'm expecting to hear about the new play. Uh-huh. Maura says there's a rumor that she's going to get the part. Isn't that wonderful, Larry? Oh, great. Best of luck to you, Maura. You deserve it. Thanks, Larry. That's sweet of you. Oh, there's my taxi. Oh, tell that fool to stop blowing the horn. He'll wake everybody up. Well, I'm going right away, but who's everybody? Seems to me we're all pretty wide awake. Oh, I met Claudia. I imagine she's still sleeping. Oh. Well, I'll go tell him to slide down the drive silently. Goodbye. Bye. Let us know if there's any news, Maud. You're doing well, Mary. Oh. Did you have to shake the whole house going out? She's excited, Larry. Hmm. Claudia is still asleep, isn't she? As far as I know, I haven't been up to inquire. Oh. Larry... We just can't have her staying here in this house. Why not? Because it's out of the question. It's going to make a terribly awkward situation. I don't see why, Mary. But it's bound to, darling. But Rupert Barlow, for one thing, he won't like it at all. And it'll cause all kinds of talk. Well, people have talked before. I see no reason why we have to turn that poor woman out without any way of supporting herself. 
Just because you think it'll be awkward for us. Don't you think it was awkward when we had young George Taggart visiting us? But you wanted him, so he stayed. Well, don't you think you might consider that before you get ready to toss our present guest out on her ear? Larry, that's not fair. Just because she's being victimized by Rupert Barlow, because he has the power of wealth back of him, you don't want to turn him against us, is that it? But Larry, you know that isn't true. I don't know why you should say such things to me. Honey, I'm sorry. Claudia suffered a shock. She needs someone to stand back of her. She tried to shoot Rupert Barlow. She tried to kill him. You're absolutely wrong about that. She only meant to scare him. It was a foolish thing to do, and she admits that. But she certainly didn't mean to hurt him. How do you know all this? She told me. When? We all left together, and I don't remember her saying anything of the sort. Oh, for heaven's sake, Mary, don't sound so much like a district attorney. Claudia told me last night after I got home. Claudia Vincent was up when you got back from New York after the theater? Yes. How interesting. She retired very early, even before I did. What about it? I suppose she was restless, keyed up. She was bound to be. So she came downstairs to smoke a cigarette and possibly look for something to read. Is that any crime? No, of course not. Only... It isn't like you, honey, to be so antagonistic to someone who needs help. Good morning, Larry. Mary. Good morning, Claudia. Oh, I had the most wonderful sleep in that absurd little room. Slept like a baby. Only now I'm absolutely famished. Don't think I've ever been hungry in my whole life. Do you suppose I could order some breakfast? Oh, sure thing, Claudia. Mary will tell Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe is busy with her upstairs work, but I'll be glad to get you whatever you like, Claudia. Oh, thanks, darling. Well, I'll have a great big glass of ice-cold orange juice and crisp bacon. And another poached egg, too, if that isn't too much trouble. And a whole stack of toast with just scads of butter. You really do have an appetite. How about coffee? Oh, but of course. I want oceans of coffee. You'll have them with me, won't you, Larry? Sure, sure. I'll get it ready right away, Claudia. What's that? Oh, thanks, dear. I, I'm ever so grateful. Sit down beside me, won't you, Larry? And keep me company till my breakfast is ready. Larry obeys without a word. As Mary leaves the room, fuming at Claudia's bland assumption that she can expect hotel service in this modest home. We'll be sure to be listening tomorrow to Backstage Wife, the story of Mary Noble and her husband Larry Noble, famous Broadway star. Join us again as we bring you exciting thrills and adventure, rip-roaring comedy, and shoot-em-up westerns and gangbusters. Next time, when your imaginations will be invited into the theater of the mind with WBW Theater.